Hello and welcome to episode five of season three on This Won't Teach You Anything. And this is part two of a discussion my good friend Jake Geringer and I are having on the film Maverick. Uh, a complete, uh, I think even if it were a uh, forecasted to be a blockbuster, I don't think there's anyone out there that thought it would do exactly what it did. Um which again, as you've heard us uh, of talking about in the first uh, episode, just you know the, the massive success that this film was, and um, it just it just goes to show exactly how you can't predict what's going to go ahead and really speak to people in the world of entertainment. Uh, again, the the gap in time between the original film uh, and and this one. I mean, there's. There's so much time in between a lot of the youth that saw this film without the context of the first still loved it. The repeat viewership was through the roof. So it was cross-generational. And again, just something something that uh, that couldn't be, uh, I don't think, explained. I, I just, if anyone was telling me that they thought the film would do what it did, I'd, I'd probably say they were full of it. Because I just, uh, Hollywood execs, anybody like that i just don't see anybody being able to predict the success that this film has had um we closed out uh the first part of this episode uh with me discussing with jake how i had a screening at the house uh with friends and there were a few of them that didn't uh that had not seen the first movie and um i quote unquote required viewing of the first film to really get a full appreciation of the goings-on of the sequel Maverick. So let's get back into it on episode five of this won't teach you anything. Talking about the first film, the opening sequence is very similar. You know, I think it was smartly, they started off real smart. Yeah. Yeah. They're, I mean, welcome. It's like welcoming arms. Like you haven't seen somebody, an old friend for, for years and there they are. And it's just like, Come on in. The water's fine. We'll be, we're going to have a good time together. Yep. And similar, similar beginning, similar title card, similar everything. And when I was watching it, like it was opening weekend, it wasn't the opening night like you, but it was opening weekend. And so when you hear that and that, that gong, when the top come, come the top gun comes up, everybody's like, woo, yep. you know, cheering along. And then when the, the uh, Kenny Loggins song comes in there, Danger Zone, everybody, oh, yeah, it was just a riot in there. It was so much fun. Yeah, it was. And that, you know, mentioning, again, the, the, the friends I had over from work that, uh, that uh, were at the viewing I had, the ones specifically that, that had just watched the original a few days mm -hmm. earlier, I heard overheard one of my friends her her tell her boyfriend that you know this is just like the the first one, you know, so yeah. in a good way, yeah, 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 you know. But yeah, again, another reason to see it in the the theater is the sound that oh. that big hit right before the Top Gun, mm -hmm. and when Top Gun hits the screen, you you need to, you need to feel that, mm -hmm. you know, and then the jet engines kick in and whatnot. So again, opening on a carrier. Um, with uh, cutting was right into the danger zone. Maverick out doing his thing out there. So it's nowhere close to that at all. That was just like, this is where we're getting into. I know you guys know it from before. Yep. 
Let's just feel good getting off with a good start. Yep, five minutes. We'll give you five minutes of what you know, and then we'll go ahead and catch up where, where Maverick's been. Totally. Yeah, yeah. and it, it worked good. I mean, that's the hook, right? Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's what people came there to see because they love the first one. And for the people that didn't see the first one, that's still a great hook because, I mean, we all know it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's fighter planes landing on a carrier <laughs> taking off. It is awesome. I don't know that you could say it any better than that. It just is. Right. I mean, if every movie started out that way, it would be awesome. If marriage story started off that way, it would have been so good with no explanation as to why they're doing it. They just started off that way and then tell their story. Yes. Different marriage story, but it's still a marriage story. So, um, yeah, and and again, you know, if you hadn't seen the first film, you, you're introduced to uh, Tom Cruise's uh, character, um, Pete Mitchell, call yep. sign Maverick, and you mm-hmm. get in the first. It's it smartly introduced the way that that his character is introduced. You understand where that call sign comes from. Yeah, oh, for sure. You know, right. and and in the first ten minutes with his character, you understand a lot about who he is and how how he's not changed much from what he was in the first film. No, no, he did not fall in line. He didn't, the orders, uh, I mean, he had to be reintroduced to the, yeah, they're called orders. You know? <laughs> yeah. it was, uh, they have to uh, like, like try to wield them in, but that what that's what makes him so valuable in this movie was because they need somebody like that, who is thinking outside of the box and, and is important for anybody to get out of those restrictions to be able to do something in a, a time like this. Yeah, definitely. And go ahead and um, I don't know if you remember the film, The Right Stuff. Did you ever see that one? Yeah, well, I was going to bring that up because of Ed Harris. Yeah. And in there, you know, the, the Maverick character, there's a scene in The Right Stuff. Um, uh, Air Force pilot Chuck Yeager is played by yeah. Sam... I believe Sam Shepard in um, oh. the right stuff. Right. There's a real, there, there's a real life event that happened that was really, I'm, sh- I'm a hundred percent sure. I haven't read about it or seen it anywhere that yeah. the, um, the test, uh, the, the uh, plane testing that they're doing, the uh, Mavericks, mm-hmm. a test pilot on the dark star is what it's called. Yeah. Um, there's a scene there where, you know, Chuck Yeager is trying to break a, a, a speed record in this experimental aircraft and it comes apart at altitude yeah. and, mm-hmm. and he makes it back down. It, it had to be based off of that. I'm sure it was. Yeah. Um, and just that, that feeling because um, he's almost up in space and to be, to do that same similar thing, being the fastest man ever, I mean, that's what Chuck Yeager was, and that's what they were trying to do to be able to get up into space and to land on the moon. And mm-hmm. it heard that from the right stuff and Apollo 13. So yeah, for him to be on the other side of it this time, we're like, I, I don't care about that. He's in like rules and rules, but he's been on the other side of it as as an actor. So it's it's pretty great to be able to see those. The, and And for me, I think that's what like, film geeks or film people love seeing when, when they're juxtaposed to what they've done before mm-hmm. and somebody like that, were like they were the rule breaker and now the rule maker, 
And so it's pretty great to be able to see those things come full circle in the film world. Oh, definitely. And with, with that scene, with that, the test pilot footage that they're again, testing on that um, experimental aircraft. Again, it, it, it is, it's showing you the, the character, the type of person that, that Maverick is mm-hmm. with, with him, not only, you know, he, he is that, that guy that just wants to keep pushing the envelope, but he's also a guy that realizes, you know, what, you know, the, the team that, that is built with him to go ahead and, and do this testing on this, the, the, the engineers, uh, his crew chief Hondo, great, great call sign. Yeah. Um, they're all going to be out. You know, they'll be reassigned to something else, but you know, as a team, they'll be out if that program gets shut down, which is what Ed, Ed Harris is coming to do. Right. Yeah. And, and it's important to know that he realized that in the first movie with, with goose's. Uh, that's, uh, yeah. I mean, it, it, 36 years later, you probably should have seen right. it. This is death. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I started. Um, but yeah, he learned that because he was a cocky, uh, I mean, just assured of his own talents and not realizing the, the repercussions of his actions and, you know, flying, uh, doing the buzz in the tower and going by there. There are repercussions of that because this guy was a family man and he was just in his rear and trying to, you know, just get by to be able to provide for his wife and end up and his son rooster yeah. his son yeah and he even he even mentions it in there you yeah. know that you know that he can't lose this i got a wife and kid mav yep i can't yep, <laughs> yep. just be doing those things yeah. he's like i won't do it again and and since that character choice and that change and and goose's death he has never like left his wingman it's always been about the team and he follows through with that in this movie even th- you know 30 years after something like that right and so yeah uh, a great introduction bringing you back into the world of of who maverick is and you know still a rule breaker you know yeah. to to a fault with with this from the standpoint of um, you know, a, a great little scene to where, you know, before he gets in the plane where they're talking and his Hondo tells him, he says, now the, the, the point we have to hit is, is Mach 10, not 10.1, not 10.2. Uh-uh. And yeah. so he gets up there and, and inevitably <laughs> obviously hits, hits the mark, you know, Mach 10 yeah. and then says just a little more. And you see. <laughs> You see Hanna go, oh, don't do it. Don't do it. It's like 10.1. He's like, oh, my God. And so, yeah. I'll give him this. He's got balls. (laughs) God. Yeah. So, you know, and then comes back down and then, of course, um, basically is getting, you know, served his way out of the Navy at that point for doing what he did. But as, as becomes a theme throughout the movie. Um, he's, he's saved in the, his career is saved in the nick of time. Mm, yep. And by ice. <laughs> yep. Which again, another fantastic way to bring a character back. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm sure they had to work and find a way to do that. But that was another one that, uh, according to, um, the director, Tom was adamant that Val had to be in there and yep. not just a photo. He not had a cameo. To be- not a cameo. This is a vital character that is a part of this and he needs to be in there. So 
figure it out, writers, and then we'll go from there. Yeah. And and they did it really well. So his career is rescued by his former, um, not adversary, but his competition from the first yeah. film. Um, at at yeah. this point, the, their careers went just drastically different different ways. Um, mm-hmm. um, Iceman is the commander of the Pacific Fleet, an admiral, <laughs> and as uh, as a character we'll meet uh, later, as uh, Jennifer Connelly's daughter uh, remarks later um, when she introduces him as you know you remember Captain Mitchell and she says Captain Captain still. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, it's, yeah, he's, he hasn't gone very far in terms of rank in the military, but it's not what yeah. he's interested in. No. He's not interested in climbing the ladder that way. He, he, he'd he be the first to tell you that he's a, he's a pilot. Right. Yeah. And that's what he's always wanted to be. He just wants to be able to fly and, and, and help out other mm-hmm. people as far as part of the team, a part of a team. <laughs> Teamwork. <laughs> Uh, mm. so, uh, he gets called back. He gets called back to, um, Top Gun after yeah. all these years. To well, which, it's orders. Yeah, absolutely. It wasn't an invite. It was, uh, they're called orders. That's, that's exactly right. <laughs> so, um, he, he gets called back because there's a, uh, there's a mission that's coming up that, uh, it's, uh, having to take out a, uh, uranium enrichment plant and, and, just a, a anonymous country doing yep. these things. <laughs> yep, in violation of of some treaty somewhere, and so he gets there, and they brief him on the mission. John Hamm plays. Um, I'm not even sure what his what his character's real Cyclone. name is, but yeah, call sign Cyclone. And yeah, yeah. Uh, the other admiral is Warlock. Warlock, yeah. Was he? He wasn't in the first one, was no. he? No. Nope. Um. But they they seem familiar. Yeah, like I mean, I, yeah, they and, and had, Maverick knew each other along the line somewhere. Yep, had probably had maybe flown together at some point or or something. Yeah. Again, one's an admiral, one's a captain. Uh, so that's true. Yeah. Now he gets briefed, and it's it's early on that he you know he thinks that uh, you know they're wanting him to to fly this mission and put together a team, and they're like, no, we don't want you to fly it; we want you to teach it. Yeah. And so it's yeah. at this point that they go ahead and show him. Um, who they're bringing in from previous Top Gun classes, who are mm-hmm. who all finished? Right, first. these are. This is no longer school time. This is like real IRL in yeah. real life, right? Yeah. yeah, they've already passed it. They're they are as as you heard a lot in the first film, the best of the best, elite best of the best. Yep. We'll make you better. <laughs> Classic Tom Skerritt. <laughs> He's great. Oh yeah, uh, Viper. Oh, that Viper's was... a great. <laughs> so I mean, we, we should have done like a quote uh, meter on this. <laughs> I'd be quoting. But yeah, keep, keep score at home. <laughs> keep the drinking game. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Every time we, we mention a quote, then response uh, at home. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they start bringing up the pilots that they've, they've called back. And one of them is uh, pretty familiar to Maverick. Yeah, the uh, familiar <laughs> part of the family almost. Um, and and the great thing about that was um, when he walks in, um, 
he's the only he's kind of a mag a maverick on his own because when he walks into the bar he's not in uniform not you at know all. he he's just strolling in yep. you know um and so he's got a little rebel to himself as well um and an interesting thing um the call sign is rooster his dad was a goose so there's uh some mm-hmm. bird-like uh um similarity there mm-hmm. so I, I wondered why it was rooster though Right. Yeah. Good point. I, you know, I, I never looked it up. There's gotta be a reason. There's always a reason for that kind of stuff. Always a reason. Yeah. I mean, Phoenix gets shot down. So she rises out of the ashes. I was able to pick that one up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, there was, was questioning the whole time. Yeah. And who else did we have up there? We had uh hangman. Yep. Yep. Um, payback, so payback, Bob, <laughs> Bob. So good. You know who Bob, Bob- you know who Bob was? Son? Yeah, Bill that- Pullman's son. <laughs> yep. Who also flew a fighter jet in uh as a president in ID four. Yeah, Independence Day. Uh, yeah. That was uh see it's it's great seeing these movies and seeing like the, the offspring like Jack Quaid and seeing mm-hmm. Maya Hawk and seeing all these I mean, we grew up with the those parents. And so to see their offspring and coming into the films as well, it's, it's, it's a nice little Easter egg for us to see. Yeah. So, so you mentioned Jack Quaid, uh, in the boys. In the, uh, oh man, yep. that's so six degrees. Oh my God. That yep. is a relentless. Yeah, so, so he is, uh, uh, Dennis Quaid and, and Meg Ryan. Right. Yeah. Their off. son. And then Maya Hawk, who you mentioned and currently in stranger things. Yeah. Um, I, she she came from Gothica, <laughs> wasn't that what it was? <laughs> or no, no, not Gothica. Gothica was the uh, Holly Berry thing, right? Yes. This one was uh, Gattaca, Ugh. right? God, <laughs> you know that that's, one. That's well. a whole different episode. <laughs> whole different episode. There was long story short, Gattaca. I don't know. I I saw that movie one time, and it was in theaters. Hey, rewatch it. It's fantastic. Is it? You Boy, were right. so, you were I, right. the game. God. Completely redeem yourself. <laughs> yeah, I watched. I was in. I was in Phoenix, Arizona, that weekend, and there were three movies that had, that came out that weekend. One was Gattaca, yeah. one was Starship Troopers, and oh. one was The Devil's Advocate. Oh wow! They, those were playing, and so there was. We were friends of ours, so it was, it was my fiance at the time, or my uh-huh. girlfriend at the time, who's my wife now, and and friends of ours that had moved out to uh, Arizona, and it was like, oh, we'll uh-huh. just you know, one of those times where everybody kind of wanted to see something else, and I lost, yeah. I lost, you lost. <laughs> and in a I watched way. So maybe I was jaded that I was just so ticked that I was in there watching this movie that I, I, I don't remember if if it was, you're saying the movie's not that bad. Maybe it's not, but I was so seething that uh, I wasn't watching one of those yeah. other films. Yeah, I wanted to see the devil's advocate is what I wanted to see, but well, that's, that would be my pick of them. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty fun to watch. Oh yeah. Uh, it, it's, I mean, it, it doesn't take itself serious. No, and it's, it's some of the best satire out there. So good. Yeah. Uh, so I definitely like that one, but devil's advocates, uh, uh, a strange beast of its own. Yeah, definitely. Sure. Uh, so 
yeah, going, you know, seeing these, seeing these, uh, these characters that you know, and then putting them together with, oh, that's Bill Pullman's son, whatnot. Again, just like you mentioned earlier, just bringing, bringing things back that are familiar yeah, in a different way. And so. And especially with other characters of, of one mind joke in Top Gun. Um, oh, was oh Gen- yes. You had to tell me this. I missed yeah. it. Oh, my brother and I looked at each other. It was like Penny Benjamin. We're like, that's the Admiral's daughter that he slept with and got reprimanded for. And you, (laughs) asshole. And you. (laughs) You're You're lucky lucky to be be here. (laughs) Thank you, sir. (laughs) Um, But, uh, yeah, it didn't even occur to me, and I'm ashamed that it didn't. But that was such a good catch that that Uh, that is exactly who Jennifer Connelly is playing. Yeah. In in this film, A, 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 a mention, just a mention. One line of dialogue, man. And I believe was, in, in Maverick, doesn't she make a, doesn't she have a line where she says, uh, which Admiral did you piss off this time? Yeah, that's exactly what she says. Because <laughs> she's an Admiral's daughter. Yes, And he had is. ticked off he, that Admiral. She knows exactly yep. who, who Maverick is and yes. what he's done. So good. Yeah. So yeah. good. And they don't make a big deal of it. They don't hand feed it. It's for fans. No. And you have yeah. to catch it. Um, without it being served to you. And I missed it. Yeah. The waiter walked well, right by me with that plate of food <laughs> and went to your table. Yeah, man. I took it. <laughs> you took From it. <laughs> <laughs> Again, another one. It's not fly by. Yeah. Oh man. So, uh, yeah, now, now we're into where, the, you know, the film is, uh, into the, the real, the, the crux of the story, which is, you know, Maverick has gone from hotshot pilot student, you know, uh, to the, the old master yeah. of his yeah. craft. And yeah. so now he's got to deal with these guys that he was when he had joined. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. you know, right there, you can, you can lose a movie there to where it gets so cliched mm-hmm. on, you know, the, 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 the student becoming the master and now imparting wisdom and all that. Or you can go yeah. ahead and, and take it in a way they did, which it didn't pander to one side or the other. You know, it wasn't all, you know, there was stuff that Maverick was able to go ahead and, and learn from these guys. He had to learn how to make a team from all right. these guys that were the best of their classes that came out. You know, you got to figure over, there's probably five or six year age difference to be, to be able to get that many in there mm-hmm. um, in that time frame that it graduated, but can you imagine the ego, you know, and they try to illustrate that the ego amongst these guys and then trying to form that into a team. Yeah. Because you're, you're having all the alphas up there and they've, they've been the best every time because they've graduated from those classes. So they've always been the one when it comes to flying and, and going for these missions and leading those missions. So they've all, they've never had to, Kind of like in the Avatar, when you're the top top bird or animal, you never have to look down. Mm-hmm. And so, when somebody else is coming up there, it's it's something that it's uncharted territory for him. And especially when it comes to um, a Maverick like this, this, he tried teaching a Top Gun before, and he only lasted a couple months, and that wasn't for him. Yep. And so now he's getting forced to do this thing when that's not for him either. He's just a pilot. 
And so to be able to, or, or to be forced into something like this and try to find a way to make these people gel and doing something that he only knows, he, you think you die, you yeah. know? So whatever, whatever instinct that he has, he has to try to find in them and uh, uh, to get them to do that as a team, to be able to carry the ball a little bit further. That's going to do it for episode five. I know, I know we've historically gone for marathon. I think the longest show we did was based off of uh, a star is born way back on episode two of season one, but we're breaking it off into uh, more bite-sized bits because as you know, my friends and I can go on at length about uh, films, music and whatnot. So uh, in order to go ahead and just, you know, make it easier to digest. We're breaking these into smaller um, uh, episodes uh, for your enjoyment. Uh, you can go ahead and follow the show and email us at this won't teach at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at this won't teach Instagram at this underscore won't underscore teach underscore you underscore anything. And then you can follow our Facebook page at this won't teach you anything. Again, I can't, uh, thank you all enough who've stuck with me and uh, enjoyed the show, uh, I'm assuming, because there's a lot of repeat um, listeners, and I really do appreciate it. If there's something that uh, you want to throw at us to discuss, uh, I'd be happy to go ahead and hear from you. Uh, until then and next time, we will continue, that's right, continue the discussion on Maverick with a third part. I know you can't wait two weeks for it, but unfortunately... That's the ticket. Again, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on This Won't Teach You Anything.